PDPW On Demand. Here's Bill Baker. That person you see in the mirror every single day. How well do you know yourself? Who exactly are you? We think we know who we are, but is it true? Hank Wagner joins us for this week's PDPW weekly podcast titled, Who Are You? So you've probably all heard the statement that it's not what we know, but who we know that's important. And I guess at times that's true. But in regards to the relationship I want to talk to you about today, it is absolutely true. I want to talk to you about the most important relationship you have in your life. The relationship that will by far influence or impact the outcome of your life more than any other relationship you've ever had, currently have, or will have. This person that I want to talk to you about is extremely important to know and to know very well. This person that I'm talking about is yourself. It's that person you look at in the mirror. Because that is the person who's going to make all of your decisions and all of your choices. How well do you know yourself? Do you have that one-minute elevator speech stored up to be able to explain to somebody in less than 60 seconds who you are? But what if I was looking for more information? What if I wanted to, to thoroughly understand everything about you? Could you write that book? Could you fluently talk about who you are? Your likes, your dislikes, your values, your fears, your dreams. Could you talk about all of those things and and do you understand what they are? Because all of us have that picture. That picture that is unfortunately, subconsciously stored away full of beliefs about who we are. We all have belief systems. Science has shown us that 80% of our belief systems were in place before we're 8 years old. 100% by the time we're 18. We think that we know who we are. Unfortunately, those beliefs about ourselves. Those things that we think apply to us may or may not be true. So how did you come up with that picture of who you are? Of what you believe about yourself? Unfortunately, a bunch of that has come over time as we've been comparing ourselves to others. It happened in school. Did you start to determine a belief or expectation or a, a, a boundary about who you are in regards to, to knowledge or education? As we compared ourselves to our classmates and the grades that we received or the ranking that we were in class, did you start to determine a, a picture or an expectation or a belief about who you are as far as 
popularity. I remember when I was in school, there was a, a couple of classmates who a few times a year, they would send out what seemed to me silly surveys. And they would have everybody in our class listed on this piece of paper. And you would vote for whoever is most popular. Do you think that survey impacted the belief of these young minds about whether or not they were popular? Somebody who's far down the list started to develop a belief or an expectation that not only were they not currently popular, but that also translates into they probably weren't ever going to be popular. Or it even started to place into their thinking the fact that popularity is important. Did we start to compare how we dressed to our classmates in school? And did that impact our thinking about who we are? Do we start to listen to what our classmates would say about us? Good or bad? And too often the majority of it was bad. Our classmates are too often brutal, pointing out our weaknesses rather than our strengths. And especially now with the weapon of social media in the hands of these attackers, Young children are being impacted as far as what they believe about themselves based on the words of others. Do we start to believe or think that somehow our ability in sports was related to our experiences in school? If you were the first one chosen to be on the baseball team in Phi Ed class, you started to believe that you were good at sports. If you were the last one chosen, your belief system became, I guess I'm just bad at sports. I remember being one of the, the last ones picked. I was the smallest one in my class. And my mom felt bad for me because I was always the last one picked to be on a team. She changed my diet, had some strategic um, uh, foods that I began to eat. She bought me some barbells. I began to work out. And it's surprising how quickly I moved up from being the last one picked to being much further up the line. However, that somewhat significant improvement of self-esteem came not because I knew who I was and felt better about who I was, but it still came as a result of comparing myself and where I was being picked to be on the team. Does it happen at work? Today, when, when somebody asks, who are you? Do we start to look at our herd average? 
to de- determine who we are? Do we look at crop yields or profitability measures? Do we pull out our balance sheets and, and look at the assets that we own or our net worth? Do we look at how many cows we have or how many acres we own and or operate? And do we use those things to to be a measure or an explanation of who we are? Or personally, do we look at how expensive or large our house is or our car? How we dress. Now I've always been told that we should dress to impress. Not to try to be somebody else, but to dress to, to, to show the, the wonderful person that we are. My wife Pam is a classic example of that. She was voted best dressed in school by another one of those surveys that floated around. And Pam was always very well dressed and still is. But she doesn't dress to to dress better than anybody else. She's just a beautiful person on the inside and out and how she dresses is a reflection of that. You see, who we are should have nothing to do with comparing ourselves to another person. We should be proud of ourselves, not from a, from a pride standpoint, but a, a humble respect for the value that's inside of us. And that value should not come from comparing ourselves to another person. So do you know who you are? Have you taken time to really sit down and to think about and to question all of those subconscious beliefs about who you are? Are you willing to challenge them? Are you willing to disregard the statements that other people may have made in your past or currently? about who you are. Knowing who you are will give you confidence. Knowing who you are will help you make really good choices. Knowing who you are will help you budget your time and use your time wisely. It will help you allot time to the things that are valuable to you. Knowing who you are will help you realize relationships that maybe need to be added or grown or developed in your life. Or relationships that maybe need to be changed. Knowing who you are will allow yourself to be able to grow those things that are significant to you. You see, you're different. 
You're unique. You're very special. And it's supposed to be that way. We need to stop looking at the, the actors or the musicians or the sports athletes and desire to be like them. We should know at a higher level who we are and what we were created to be and want to be that best version of that person possible. If you were created to be a light bulb, then stop trying to be a water hose. Just be the best light bulb possible. You are extremely important and valuable, and you becoming the best version of yourself is directly related to how well you know that person that you see in the mirror every single day. Our thanks to Hank Wagner for joining us this week. And a reminder for more resources and other podcasts, go to pdpw.org. To the professional dairy producers, you are the most important asset on this planet. Thank you for listening and have a great week.